about your linebacking group? Uh, obviously, Jake and Ben are gone. That's a pretty big chunk of that. Uh, you feel pretty good about at least the bodies you have there, or, or how's that look? Yeah, I know we feel a lot better about the uh, the depth and the number of guys we had compared to spring. Obviously, uh, you know we've had some guys move in that we think uh, we think can help us. But once again, all that stuff is unproven until we get to the field. So uh, it's been good seeing Marquise Roberts, the transfer from South Carolina, do some things that he does. He's a, he's a pretty natural guy. Um, the things that I saw him do on tape when I was at A and M and we played them are exact same things that I'm seeing right now, which is good. Uh, he also is bring bringing uh, you know a level of maturity I think to that locker room which is helpful for our guys. Uh, he's played a lot of ball in a lot of big time venues, so I think that's helpful too. You know we've got another transfer in here, uh, Keith Loniker from you know over at Baker, and uh, man he he can't play this year, but I mean I like that kid. I think he's he's got a little something about him. He's just from over here at Free State, and uh, he's been a nice surprise. Um, Osaz Ogbabor from uh, up there in Dallas has really done a nice job. Kendall Duckworth from Florida, our new guys that come in, I think he's got a great burst to him. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those young guys scrimmage and see how they do on the big field. So uh, we won't know until we get them out there uh, and, and playing, honestly. Do, do you need to have one guy step up and, and kind of lead that group? And, and obviously, Courtney, based on experience, would, would be – Obviously, Marquise, too. But, but right. Do you need one to just kind of step forward and say, hey, okay, I'm the guy. Now everybody kind of fall in around me. Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. You need you need one or two. I mean, you know, there's been some great linebacking cores that came through this place, and uh, those those cores all had guys that could, could lead our team, our defense. And I think we could have a couple of those guys. I think Courtney is a guy that has played a lot of ball, though he's not really technically a returning starter. He played a lot of football last year. Uh, and he could do, he can do that. Uh, I think Marquise is another guy that could probably do that if he can win him a spot. You know, he's going to have to earn that. So, but he's a guy that's played a lot of ball that can help us there. I, I, I think, you know, Skyler's another guy that sticks out to me that, you know, if we can keep him healthy and be smart with him through our sports science program uh, of really getting him to the games, I think he's another guy that can do some things for us. Uh, those guys have kind of stuck out to me in terms of the guys that uh, I think can help us. Joe Deneen is a guy that, and I'm, I'm excited to get to a tackle day to see what he can do, you know, and see what his production is. He, he's a good-looking guy out there. Um, and, you know, I think him and Courtney are going to be in a battle over there, you know, to be honest with you. So it'll be fun to watch those two and that, that position shake down. And then, you know, we'll find our best 11. If we have to move one to another spot to get them on the field because they're better, better than the other one, then we'll do that. Coach, after Saturday and your fan appreciation day scrimmage, yeah, you know, that was a good day because we were able to get the pads on for the first time. You know, even though it was just uppers, you can do quite a bit there, particularly in non-tackle days anyway. So uh, I, the thing that I, I was proud of is uh, I, I was very proud of our special teams work. I thought those guys did a, a, a nice job of understanding all the extracted movements we did in that drill work. Uh, we really got better, I think, that, that Saturday in that area. Uh, some guys that really have stuck out to me, you know, in the past are, you know, those kickers have come back and there's some competition over there. Uh, you know, we, uh, Bartolo, Bartolota is a transfer for us and we call him Yoda, <laughs> but he's a little low pocket of muscles, man. He's a, a good, a good kid and, uh, you know, he's competing, but, uh, you know, Wyman stepped up, that ball's jumping off his foot well, and we just got to continue to work on accuracy, but I'm proud of those guys. Those guys have built some confidence about them and, 
but the special teams area kind of stuck out to me. Effort and really the amount of work we got done in terms of the improvement. We're really looking for where are we improving each day. And I was proud of Coach Hyman and his, his staff and what they did over there because I thought we got better. Dave, you've, a couple times you've gone to the old practice field. I just wondered if there was a reason that you guys wanted to go back over there. Yeah, you know, there's a, a, um, a, a dual reason for that. Number one, um, we wanted to make sure our guys are appreciative of the things that they have here. Uh, we have this unbelievable facility. Uh, we have a great set of practice fields. We have a, a terrific stadium that we can go in anytime. And this facility is, you know, is second to none. Uh, and it's only getting better. Uh, but we want them to understand that they're standing on the shoulders of giants. And that's where those giants practiced. So we want them to understand where this thing was built and how it was built. So that's the number one thing. Uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, being on that grass surface obviously helps us a little bit while saving our legs. You know, we won't be over there for a long, long time, but uh, we'll have plenty of time to be able to get back over here and be acclimated to that turf. We're going to be on that turf anyway a few times throughout camp, but, you know, we'll come back here after a couple of weeks and we'll be back here uh, training, but for the most part, you know, 15 days of getting the work done and saving the wear and tear just on the heat that that, that turf pulls out of your legs, and then allowing us to get back into the, onto that turf a few times before we get there, and then we'll get back there after about 12, 15 days. We'll be over here for good and be acclimated and ready to go. You just mentioned moving guys to, to get somebody on the field or whatever. I think it was Damani that said he and Colombia are kind of battling at that same spot, and then I saw. Uh, a little bit of work with maybe the D-line, the D-tackles a little bit more. Is that something? Can you just talk about their battle and, and then maybe if you would do the same thing there if you have to yeah, they're all battling. There's no doubt about that. Um, and we're we will we will toy with moving guys inside, you know, particularly in situations where we feel like they give us a better pass rush uh, option alternative. Uh, and then we'll toy with moving a guy from one side to the other side just to cross train in case we have an injury hit. You know, we're cross training just about everybody on the offensive line. We're cross training just about everybody at the receiver spot. Unless they're young, we're trying to cross train them. Uh, we're trying to be able to get our best available players. And it's honestly, it's helping us continue to create that competition because those guys know that they're not just competing against the guy that's in the line behind them. They're competing against all those guys that are in the, in the, in the room. Let's take two more questions. David, a couple of your defensive guys, you mentioned Fish Smithson has been one of the guys that kind of has emerged as a leader. Um, is that something you need in the secondary with, you know, just kind of having a new group there? Yeah, Fish has been great. Uh, you know, we had a we had a group come in here this summer that helped us with just our, our leadership training and our, our uh, development of being good teammates and good team leaders. And, and they identified Fish uh, as their, their guy that they chose over that two-day training. And uh, I think we all kind of had an idea, but it was, it was really then that we really realized how talented this guy was, not just what he can do on the field for you, but what he can do from a leadership standpoint. Our guys respect him. He does things right. He will push people and bring them along. He'll take guys to where they can't take themselves. And that's really kind of how we're defining leadership is can you bring people and take people to where they can't take themselves? And he's a guy that can do that. Um, he's been, he's been kind of the quarterback in the back end for us, so to speak. But we do need more guys to be able to do that because at some point, you know, there could be an injury and he's not there. So we've got to continue to build those leaders back there. All right, let's take one more. Behind that, do you know how many schools you hit and what was kind of the, the reaction? 
We hit approximately 474. Now, it may be a couple of more or a couple of less, a couple less based on just the number, but our goal was to don the doors of every public high school in Kansas that played football, and we actually stopped at some that didn't, <laughs> you know, because some of our guys didn't know. You know, we have some new guys to Kansas, you know. Uh, but it, that, that deal was fun for us because of the – you know, the whole the whole deal behind it, we started calling it a Kansas blast. We were going to blast Kansas, and we were going to get in there, and we were going to start recruiting with that and end recruiting with that and really put a focus on creating that Kansas identity, and that's how we wanted to start it. But we started having uh, secretaries from across the state call us and say, when when's the Kansas blast coming to our school? So it started making its way around the state, which was good. And, you know, we, need, we needed to be there. We needed to be there. We needed to create those relationships and – uh, whether they're ever going to have a Division One kid or not, they're going to know of somebody that does, and hopefully one day they will. And when they do, they they know that we're going to put our we're going to be the first ones to stick put our hand out to say, hey, you know, welcome to our place. Come take a look at this place and get to know us a little bit better. So the only way you do that is by getting out to see them.